how we gonna start the show baby with them healing vibes Mm -hmm. so everybody out there knows this show is about healing this is healing to the world these are i got my words mixed up just now these are our (laughs) (laughs) this is our our intentions our intentions flooded out into the world man my intentions are to heal like that's that was that's been one of my main intentions, like starting this because I feel like it's help helping me heal myself, and mm-hmm. I feel like through that it's helping other people, and it's just now it's it's on this worldwide scale now. Like we, our vibrations, our frequencies that go out, they no longer just touch the people that are like within our vicinity. Like our mm-hmm. shit, our shit expe- is expansive Aries. now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It carries across the fucking globe, across the airways, across the fucking universe. Now we out there, bro. How you feel about that? Man, that's huge. That's a, that's a, that's an honor, man. I kid you not. That's an honor. Cause you think of, you always have that thought of, you know, I'll never be able to reach so many people out there and then to just up and manifest it. And then it comes true. It's it's an honor to be in somebody's hand and and across the world and be able to speak directly to them. That's that's an honor. The way you see, you explaining it that way, like that's very fucking interesting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's almost like it's almost like these devices in a way like encapsulate us, mm-hmm. but but. It's only like an extension because, you know, whatever, whatever people are watching and looking at, that's us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So our yeah. energy is still like within <clears throat> that as they look at us, you know, mm-hmm. on TV, on TV or <laughs> through their phone or something like that. That's just fucking yeah. it's kind of mad when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Um, yeah, man. This is a uh, it's been an interesting <clears throat> ride so far. 
Yes. I can definitely say oh, yeah. with a lot of things that have been going on in my life and, you know, really choosing to like really like not just pursue this, but like live in this. It's been quite exhausting, I'll say. Mm. But many many other things as well, because, you know, at this time in my life, I have a lot of things going on. So adding something else to that, you know, adding something to the mix, maybe could it, it could have potentially had been like overbearing, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But since this is something that I'm living in that I like love, like it doesn't it doesn't feel that way. You know, it's not, yeah. a, it's not a, yeah. a job that I have to do. You know, it's not somewhere I have to be in this and it's not somewhere I have to like, uh, censor myself, you know, definitely. So I'm like, I'm, I'm very appreciative, appreciative <laughs> of that. Um, so yeah, man, it's been exhausting. It's been fucking very fulfilling, very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um, just growing in knowledge as well, you know? Um, it's been, uh, challenging for sure, which I actually welcome it because those challenges and when it's crunch time and you got to perform, like what the fuck you going to (laughs) do? You know, (laughs) you got, you got to ask for more time. You're going to ask for an extended period or something like, you know, sometimes you ain't going to get no extended period. You got to perform right now, right here, right now, you know? Oh yeah. Um, so it's taught me a lot, man, getting, getting this started, like actually like started, started, you know? Um, yeah, those are a couple things for me, man. It's been enlightening. It's been challenging. It's been exhausting. It's been joyful. It's been, uh, so many things for me just starting yeah. this off. You know, it's been, it's even been scary at times too, you know? Um, cause you think of the unknown and the unknown is unknown. So it's like, you, you, it's almost like you walking, like it's weird. Cause it's almost like you're walking blind, but you're also walking with your vision as well, because you yeah. can't see, you can't see that unknown, but you can see your vision clear as fucking day, you know? So, um, yeah, man, I've, I've, I've probably felt every single human emotion that you could possibly feel throughout this process. But I know this is where we're supposed to be. And I know that's why, this keeps happening because we're supposed to be doing this. So just to know that you're you're doing something that you feel like that is really beyond you, honestly, Mm -hmm. like this is beyond me for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, that make, that that gives you a, uh, a nice sense of purpose. Um, you feel like you're contributing, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? feel like you're not just Mm -hmm. looking to take but you're actually contributing and what you're contributing is literally like coming out of you you know and that's the most genuine that you could ever be is to give of yourself to others Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um but yeah i'm honest to to hear how you've been since this has been like injected into your life now you know into your life (laughs) schedule how has it this how has it affected a, you? It's uh it's been a journey, man. It's uh a long time coming. And um uh, I think when I first when I started my very first podcast, 
I was I was nervous as hell because I was like, I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna get this stuff to work out. I was thinking, I was I was doing so much worrying, and and thinking on everything that I was just like, this stuff is. In back of my head, I was like, this this is so simple, you know. Let it run, do what you got to do, and then let it let it take over, let it you know take on for itself. Uh, but I was so stressed because I was like, I'm not getting, you know, I'm not getting the the engagement I'm looking for. I'm not getting the the following I need. I'm not getting um, this or that or the schedules of having certain people on or trying to schedule people to get them on and, and communicate and everything. Um, so I was I was hella nervous. And then when uh, when we talked about it and you, you were like, hey, like, I want to do this right now. You know, it's time to put up or shut up. I was like, let's fucking get to it. <laughs> let's fucking get to it. Cause I, I know where I know where I was with it. And I was like, I really, I, I, I want to be with somebody that has that ambition and, and wants to get it done and wants to see it come to fruition and no better person than you on that one, man. So it was, it's, uh, is a joy when I got this added into my schedule. Um, and it's not been conflicting whatsoever. Like we, we've had some things that's, that's happened for us in our personal life that has made, made this right here a little bit. All right, well, we need to, we got to reschedule this. We got a rain check here and there, Yeah, but we've yeah, still been able to be like, all right. Just... Yeah. We, yeah. We've been able to just be like, all right, we're both free this day. We're both free at this time, especially let's knock it out. You know? Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely, I definitely feel you on the on the taking on that that role of, you know, podcasting and and fearful because you don't know what's next, you know, because you're you're jumping out on a limb of I'm gonna do this on my own and not have not know too much of what you know what I need to do, what where it's gonna string out to, and everything like that. Like you said, you're going in blind, but you have your own vision of how you see it going. So it's just been it's been it's been a joy, I would definitely say for me to do this because I, I look forward to it every time, you know. Because I'm hitting mm-hmm. you up like, "Hey, we're recording tonight. We're recording this day. Which one?" Like, I, I need, let me make sure so I got all myself situated. There ain't no distractions for however long we're doing it, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. But it's, it's been it's been an honor. It's been a joy. I love it. I love it. Good <laughs> shit. Good shit, man. It's uh, <clears throat> I appreciate your words and you know, your your thoughts on everything and how it's affecting you. Oh, yeah. That's very that's very important. You know what I'm saying? Because um, mm-hmm. we're in this together, so always want to sure always have that like you know, kind of <laughs> see what's going on within. You know, since we're within this shit together. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. All right, so. That the people can probably see. Yes. They see we got the shirts on again, so they should already know. They should already be clued in to what's going on. (laughs) If you pay attention to your surroundings, you might know what's going on. Yes. (laughs) But, um, yes, yes, yes. Now, my man, he has the actual subject of today's uh, episode, which is my man, Naruto Uzumaki. Um, the last episode we did, we discussed Naruto. We discussed a lot about the world within Naruto. So 
we're kind of hoping to bring things back like full circle for everybody and actually talk mm-hmm. about Naruto the person, kind of focus on him more. And you know how it go. The convo go where the fuck it go, you know. Yeah, sure do. <laughs> but I, w- I do want to say, if, 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 I ever, if I'm ever getting off track, because sometimes, nigga, my, sometimes I just be like, and then my mind just be gone. And if I ever get, a fo- get off track, just be sure to, like, kind of reel me in sometimes. Cause Still it back you know how, Yeah, you know how one conversation <laughs> grow, grows into another? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like you know, I just wanna, I just wanna put that out there. <laughs> no doubt, I got um, you. We good, we good. But yeah, man, um, I was showing you earlier. Everybody, y'all gotta check this shit out because this motherfucker's dope. I don't give a fuck. But nobody say <laughs> I got my man Kakashi right here. Move it out the way so y'all can see. Got my man Kakashi right here. Now Kakashi, this is when he was young, man. This is when he was part of the Anbu, man. Um. That last episode we talked about when Kakashi was a part of the Anbu when he was young, we talked about a lot about the darkness that he fought through that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm repping him again. Um, I love the blue. I love the style, you know. I'm feeling like that today. I've been watching, uh, like I was telling you, I've been watching Naruto, starting it over from the beginning. So I kind of I kind of been in the world, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of been in yeah. the world a lot a lot these these days you know what i'm saying um but yeah today we're going to touch on naruto the character you know the actual man you know the now hokage Mm -hmm. the the kid that started off i well from the beginning i just want to say naruto his his whole start was like to lose like he wasn't supposed to win from the start (laughs) He got hoed from the very get-go of the whole show. And had no input or anything, no say-so. Mm-hmm. He was just born into the world, and this was this was it, you know? Yeah. Got handed. Got, got dealt the hand that was meant to lose, for sure. Now, now I'm going to give a little, people a little backstory on that how that happened, and then I tell Fox and all that shit, so feel free to jump in if you if you ever feel um so what happened was what had happened was (laughs) konoha is the village that naruto lives in so konoha but in english they call it the village hidden in the leaves so you may hear both um talking about the same place so konoha one night there was a there was an attack by you know what they call kind of like a demon creature so um in a way and it was uh this creature was called the nine-tailed fox so the nine-tailed fox was an extension of the ten tails which we'll have to do some shit later for that we're trying to just get y'all started out early mm-hmm. but basically there's nine <laughs> different basically there's nine different what would you say fucking some people might call them monsters, tell demons, beast. <laughs> beast. There you go. <laughs> tell, tell beast there. <laughs> there you go. So b- these beasts, these tail beasts. So you have these different, these different tail beasts all over the world. Pretty much, they're roaming. They're pretty much roaming mm-hmm. free. But the ones that aren't roaming free are sealed inside of people. Mm-hmm. So the tail beasts were originally used. 
the Hashirama, which is the the founder of Konoha, is kind of like a balance between the nations. It's almost like every nation having an atomic bomb. So it's like, ain't nobody going to start no shit because everybody got the same capacity to do the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of used as a as a way to promote peace, you know what I'm saying, um, through his eyes. But um, the Nine-Tailed Fox comes from that. So on this dark night, full moon, the Nine-Tailed Fox just randomly attacks the village. Well, they think it's a random attack. So through this... <laughs> Um, we talked about in the last episode what a, a Kage was. Um, the, well, the Hokage, um, the leader of the village. Naruto's father is the current Hokage at this time of the Nine-Tailed Fox attack. Okay? So, the Hokage, his job is pretty much to give himself up for the village, really. Because at the end of the day, they've mm-hmm. all in some way sacrificed their life to protect the village you know what i'm saying so that that almost became like part of the job description in a way (laughs) so (laughs) so naruto's father does everything that he needs to do to subdue the nine-tailed fox but he and naruto's mother which who in the who actually had the nine-tailed fox sealed inside her from the beginning they both die before they both die, the fourth Hokage, Minato, Naruto's father, he actually use, uses a sealing jutsu. Because remember, we talked about the different jutsu last time. He used a sealing jutsu to actually seal the nine tails that was terrorizing and rampaging all over the village. He uses that as kind of like a last resort. Because before they die, Naruto's mother gives birth to him. Mm-hmm. So, from there, he he actually seals the nine-tailed fox inside of his child through a seal kind of around his navel area, okay? Um, it's, it's like a last resort ditch effort to stop the nine-tails because he knows if he dies, the nine-tails is just going to keep killing and killing and killing. So, he's like, you know, before I go out, at least I know he's sealed away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um he actually sealed half of the chakra, half of the nine tails chakra in, inside mm-hmm. of Naruto. Um, but from there, Naruto came into the world an orphan from birth. You know, before he even got to meet his parents, before he got to know their names, their personalities, you know, anything. You know, he was he was an orphan and that's how that's how he came up in the village. Um he pretty much lived by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, different ninja and the and the Hokage, uh, the third Hokage, which his father was chosen afterwards. He re he retook the seat of Hokage after the fourth Hokage, after the fourth Hokage's death. So he started to you know kind of check in on Naruto, had a place for him to stay, but Naruto never really had anyone like in home like. <sighs> that was always around you know like if you grow up in a home with your parents those are your constant influences he didn't have that you know um so he kind of just started off man to 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 fucking lose at life you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um 
Do you want to add anything to that? He, uh, <clears throat> let's see, I'm trying to think of, you, you, you covered Death Wars, you covered Third Hokage, kind of watching over Naruto. Um, no, nah, you're good. We got it. You got it so far. <laughs> okay. We good. <clears throat> so we're gonna, we could do like a little timeline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So from there. From the jump. (laughs) (laughs) Take you back to the start. So from there. Let me take you back. Naruto pretty much becomes a delinquent. Mm. No parents, not much guidance. Um, You know, feeling like nobody's, you know, there for him. You know, he's he's lonely and alone. And he even states that, you know. I told you I was watching it over and I saw in the beginning he does all this kind of like paint and graffiti over the Hokage statues. So the Hokage mm-hmm. statues are pretty much imagine Mount Rushmore but with each Hokage's face carved into the carved into the mountain. Um Naruto did some vandalism to these and I can remember when his uh when his teacher was forcing him to like clean all the paint off and shit. Um Naruto said something that really hit deep, man. He was like he's like, it's not like anybody's at home waiting for me. Cause you know, mm-hmm. his sensei was telling him all kinds of things like you need to do this and this and that. And Naruto was like, It's not like there's anybody at home waiting for me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. as a little as a little kid, he's already feeling this way. So he's already kind of feeling a little bit of like frustration and anger of not having his parents resentment. too. Yeah. Resentment. Yeah. 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 So, um, from there, Naruto, he's pretty much a delinquent and that's what he's known for. He's known for getting in trouble, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, from there, class he clown. enters, yeah, class clown for show. Just wants attention. He, he needs that attention. Yeah. He's not getting that attention that he, that he needs as a child. So he's going out and making the attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, from there, he goes into the Ninja Academy. And uh, I think we may have discussed it last time, but just, that's we'll how... We'll on it just a little bit. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. The ninjas... Ninjas are pretty much the military of this world. Um, so if you want to be a ninja, you go to the Ninja Academy, and there's, you know, there's ranks and steps and tests and things you have to do in order to, you know, get to different levels in the Ninja Academy. So Naruto, he enters the Ninja Academy. Um, he's pretty much, like you said, a class clown. He mm-hmm. can't get any techniques right. You know what I'm saying? He's, he, mm-hmm. he doesn't really have any talent. He had, he's, he's one of those, no. he's another one of those characters that's kind of like through sheer will and determination you know what I'm saying? They elevate because they didn't have that natural talent, so they really have to earn it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, throughout this time, he's he's not passing his tests. He's still getting in trouble all the time, you know. Um, and then it comes down to a very important part of the story where another teacher pretty much manipulates Naruto into stealing a scroll so he can take it for himself, you know. Um, and then he meant to meet up with Naruto and kill him and take the scroll too. <laughs> I might mm-hmm. add, but, um, mm-hmm. 
So Naruto steals this scroll, right? Having been manipulated by one of his, what they call a sensei, um, which is his teacher. Um, Naruto goes out in the woods with this scroll. This is a very sacred scroll of a forbidden jutsu. Um, and he goes out there and starts practicing the shit. And this just happens to be the shadow clone jutsu. Mm-hmm. Or in Japanese, the kage bunshin jutsu. Kage bunshin no jutsu. Um, so he actually masters this and ends up using... Because let me go back just a, just a slight <laughs> bit. The, the clone technique is pretty much easy to everybody in the class. Everybody's clones because they have a clone technique where you can actually make a clone of yourself. You know, that's part mm-hmm. of, that's a ninjutsu technique. Um, so everybody's clones are looking like them, you know what I'm saying? And everything. And when Naruto makes a clone, uh-huh. he looks like, <laughs> he just looks like he's not with it. You know what I'm saying? His clones just, I, I would use some words, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> They don't look right. I can tell you that shit. They don't no. look right at all. His clones are just all no. messed up. So Limp noodled and everything. Yeah. So the clone <laughs> was um, a hard technique for him. A technique that he couldn't get. And he would try hard on, to get that fucking technique yeah. just to make one clone. Yeah. You know? So the scroll that he steals is actually the multi-shadow clone jutsu. Mm-hmm. Not just one clone, but multi the more clones you make, the more chakra it uses up. That's why it's a forbidden jutsu because say if I make 50 clones, that might be more than half of my chakra for, for one battle. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Naruto masters this technique as a little kid and his sensei ends up finding him. The Hokage and all the other ninja think he just stole the scroll which he was, he was only manipulated into stealing it for somebody else, you know, but his sensei, um, not the one that was manipulating him, but Iruka, he ends up finding him first and he realizes that Naruto just mastered the jutsu and that he, that he didn't just go out and steal the scroll. Like he was manipulated into it. So the guy, Mm -hmm. the sensei, I think his name was Mizuki. Um, the sensei who actually manipulated Naruto, he shows up. And, you know, his plans are pretty much exposed. So he tries to kill Iruka. He tries to kill Naruto. And throughout this process, Iruka ends up being uh, incapacitated. So he can't move, um, you know, in a result of the fight. And Naruto is left on his own to defend. Mm -hmm. So Naruto ends up actually using this new jutsu that he just painstakingly learned. The same jutsu everybody thought he went and stole the scroll and things like that, you know. Um, and he was just trying to pass his test because in order to pass the test to actually become a ninja, you he needed to master that clone technique and that he couldn't mm-hmm. master. So he was he was he was desperate. So he was he was desperate because if he didn't pass that, he would have to go like another year in the academy and he wouldn't become a ninja. You know, he would be behind like his peers and everything. So. Mm-hmm. He ends up using this jutsu to actually defeat 
that sensei, which is the multi-shadow clone Jutsu, and he, it looked like he made hundreds of clones. Yeah. When he did yeah. that. Um, so from there, after that happens, that very, that very morning, after that conflict, Iruka is like, this motherfucker can create a hun- hundreds of clones. He's definitely can pass to become a, you know, the first level ninja, you know? So Naruto <laughs> actually ends up getting, getting passed. Um, he goes from, cause he, he started off wearing these goggles, but the ninja, they yeah. all wear a headband. As you can see, Takashi wearing here, they all wear a headband to represent what village that they're from. Um, <laughs> you don't get a headband until you become an official ninja. You cannot, have a headband, wear a headband, any of that shit. So he ends up getting his headband, and then from there, they go into, um, he goes into meeting his team. Oh, yeah. so you want to interject, oh, you interject and... anything in there? So, or, or can you continue the story? <laughs> so you, from, from in class, basically, so at that point, he's, he's doing, um, uh, class clown shit obviously like he, he's boasting he ain't boasting about the the jutsu yet at all but he he's boasting and everything um and then he, he kind of everybody starts coming in and they're they're picking out teams uh each sensei comes in and they pick uh they get introduced to the to the members and everybody um but they're i'm gonna say professor just to keep it kind of separate so they're sensei and then they're kind of like professor their teacher would call out who's on what team. So you got uh, like team one was so-and-so and and somebody else. Um, Naruto happened to be, his team happened to be the last team to get, to get picked up basically. Um, and in that, in that team was this bubbly, but fierce kind of chick. Um, Boy she's crazy. timid, boy crazy and it's it's funny because she con- she kind of contradicts herself because like i said like she was bubbly but yet she was still kind of shy um in sakura so she so they're like she she's their female teammate obviously naruto's in that that team and then you have um your your quiet your lone wolf um really really uh revenge driven kid who's just like dark Who's who's got this dark cloud over him since he since a young age, basically. Um and just so happens that Kakashi is the sensei that walks in and this is his team. Um but Kakashi never wanted to be a sensei whatsoever. Like he was just like, No, nah, I'm 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 done, like I'm out of the ombu, I'm tired, I don't want to do anything else. Like I'll be a ninja for the village, but not a sensei to teach other kids at all because obviously like i have this reputation of not passing anybody so what makes you think i'm gonna keep doing this you know um their first i don't know if it was their first trial together might have been there is either one or two um they do this two bell challenge um and then within this two bell challenge there's two bells and out of whoever gets those from the sensei basically has passed for the day. The reward for this moment was eating lunch, basically. 
there's three people and only two bells. So um, they've got to do, they've got to be strategic. They got to work together. They've got to come up with these ways of getting these two bells from their sensei um, who has done this plenty of times. So he knows the ins and outs. He knows all the tricks and everything. Um, Naruto. He actually is, whoops their asses while reading a book. They, and while, while he is reading, my, <laughs> man, my man is like this. Dodging punches, blocking. Like every, like everything. <laughs> everything. And I, I swear, he loses that book. Later later on, he loses that book, and then Naruto gives it back, finds another one, and gives it back to him. But, uh, so, Naruto is one of those kind of kids that, that, that this, and it carries over. He is so determined, but nothing's going to stop him from being the top, being the best, you know, or, or eating at this point because Buddy eats like no other can throw down. Um, but so he he goes in head first and doesn't think about anything like that whatsoever. Um, and they all three kind of do that to themselves. They kind of self sabotage themselves because they don't realize like this is a team exercise, but we're individually attacking. So he knows. He's kind of picked up on how we go, who we are, what we're about, basically. Um, he was he was totally a, analyzing was, them, like he yes, was totally like break, breaking them down through how they attack <laughs> through 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 how they attacked him. Mm-hmm. So as as they go, um, Naruto kind of sets himself up, and he he becomes like the one on the on the shit end of the stick, basically. Um, who's sitting on the outside looking in because Sakura and, and Sasuke have now captured these two bells from Kakashi without th- without him really noticing. Um and it don't it don't come to it don't come to his attention, it don't come to Naruto's attention that this was a team a team thing and I just happened to be the decoy for them to get to finally, you know, come together. Um which is funny we're talking about it because now the episode that's playing is when they come back to where that literally had all started and he got tied up. So, Oh yeah. Um, um, yeah, that is how she put it starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fast forward trying to remember that chronologically after that. That's when they get their they first go, mission. Yeah, I was about to say. I think they go on a mission. I can't remember quite what that mission is. Um, it was the um, it was the one in the land of ways because what happened is in the ninja world they have different ranked missions. So mm-hmm. doing these missions is, are how these ninja villages make income. So depending mm-hmm. on the you know depending on the danger or you know the threat of the mission. That's going to determine the grade and the pricing as well. You know, so you have your, what was it, D, C, B, A, and S class missions. S, yeah. so S class are like the most dangerous. These are what like your elite, elite ninja are going to do. This is like high probability yeah. of dying missions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it starts to go down A rank, B rank, C rank, D ranked. So. With Naruto and his team being this newly formed 
ninja team, they're doing things that they really don't want to do, but have to be done mm-hmm. in support of the village. So they're doing, mm-hmm. they're doing D missions, like going and finding lost cats and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> Yo. you know? Yeah. <laughs> stuff that they're still getting paid for, you know, like this is still bringing money. This is still bringing money into the village. Even if mm-hmm. later on Naruto wants to get a serious mission because he's getting tired of rescuing cats and doing stuff in the village, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, they start off doing these D rank missions, you know, like catching stray cats and stuff like that. Um, their very first official mission is when they go to the land of waves, which is, you know, located in like the mist village, that territory. Um, they actually act as bodyguards for That's a it. bridge for a bridge builder. Mm-hmm. So. This is their first mission, like their first, this is going to be, this is going to be their first taste of like life and death danger. This is going to be like, this is what being a Shinobi is about Mm -hmm. suffering the loss of your comrades, uh, you know, the violence of it. And, you know, it really, really opens their eyes as they start to go on this mission, you know, and as they go on the mission, they start to have encounters with other ninja from other villages. So now that now they know that threats are fucking real, like these ninjas will come and they will be about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, yeah. Different levels, different jutsu, you know, people got secret jutsu from their village. So you're going to encounter, mm-hmm. you're going to encounter all these jutsu you've never seen before and stuff that's not inside of your village, you know? Um, so they go on this mission to protect this bridge builder. The bridge builder ends up pretty much lying because the little town that he comes from is poor. So he gives, he pays them for a bodyguard mission, which is probably like a, maybe this, this might be like a C rank mission. Maybe I can't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head, but, um, Kakashi ends up finding out because they have some encounters with some ninja as they're on their way. And so the story slowly starts to get revealed. It's like, you never told, he was like, you never told us ninja were after you. You just said yeah. that, you ne- that you needed like a transport. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He never told them the whole story of how there's actually the bridge that he's building is going to make a connection from his village to the mainland. To, so no one has to fucking cross the water. And that's going to open up like transport, you know, import and export, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But why, but while this village is just on an Island, there's this big corporate tycoon named Gato that pretty much controls the village. So if this bridge gets built and starts to connect with the mainland and everybody can start coming in and out and in and out, he's going to lose that control. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he wants to do everything possible for this bridge not to be built. So what he does, he starts to send assassin ninja to kill the main bridge builder. Like just plain and simple, you know? Um from there, the first attempt, the first attempt to kill him gets foiled by Kakashi cuz they sent like a couple chunin at him. From there, they are then they then they they encounter a real danger. Like the leader of those Chunin, which is the second tier of ninja. Um, 
And this guy's name is Zabuza. Now, Zabuza yeah. is this guy, fucking humongous sword. He's a, he's pretty much a savage. His nickname is the Demon of the Mist, the Demon of the Hidden Mist. So Zabuza is a a ninja from the Hidden Mist Village. So he's a rogue ninja, one that a rogue ninja is pretty much a ninja on the run. You know, they did something mm-hmm. and now they're on the run, and now their villages are sending assassins after them to take care of them. So Zabuza is in that class. So now he's resulted to being a prestigious ninja because he was part of the seven ninja swordsmen who were like a prestigious group of swordsmen, you know, um, in the world of Naruto and in the Mist Village. So he goes from that to just becoming a fucking hired assassin for this this uh, this corporate tycoon guy so to kill the bridge builder. So mm-hmm. throughout this whole time, Naruto, going back to him. He's starting to really realize what it is to be a ninja. That first encounter they had with those Chunin, Naruto froze up. After talking all that shit, he straight straight froze up. He froze up, but Sasuke didn't. Sasuke is his teammate, Mm -hmm. and it's pretty much his rival. Sasuke didn't freeze up, so Naruto ends up getting exposed... And he ends up getting like a new will. Like he, he feels the fear that he felt in the conflict and he kind of feels like a coward in a way. So he kind of makes a vow to never, never live in that energy again, that cowardly yeah. energy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, he really starts to, uh, he starts to mature after he gets himself exposed because, you know, all this time he thinks he's pretty good, but they've never really been exposed to the real world, any real danger. You know, just like young motherfuckers that talk shit, but they ain't never really dealt with nothing exactly. in the real world. It's like, all right, go out in the real world and that's going to show you. If you don't listen to what I got to tell you, the world going <laughs> to show your ass. You know what I'm saying? So this is the this is the world. The world is Naruto's teacher right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Encount- encountering all these all these things that he, you know, may have heard of existed. But now he's encountering these things personally. And it's hitting different when it's your life on the line. It hits different than something that you heard, you know. Um, you know this shit's real. So from there, um, they continue to escort the bridge builder so he can, can complete this bridge. Um, Kakashi starts to teach them chakra control. So Naruto Ooh. and Sasuke, they really start to develop a bond through their competitiveness. You know, they're always looking to out, you know, one up one another. Like, especially mm-hmm. Naruto, though. Naruto's a super hater of Sasuke. I'll say that. From, in the beginning, Naruto is a hating-ass nigga. He was, bro. <laughs> All the girls like Sasuke. He hated him for that. Mm-hmm. Sasuke, was, Sasuke was good at everything, like, naturally gifted at everything. He hated him for that. Um, so Naruto was a big fucking hater in the beginning. But he ended up using that as a way to fuel himself. So he could grow. So now he started to look at at Sasuke as more of like a a rival. And they started to have this rivalry, not in a rivalry sense of like, you know, bad blood or anything, but like this rivalry of, okay, we're going to keep pushing each other because the more we push each other, both of us start climbing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he starts to, he starts to bond with his teammates more. He starts to get more exposed to what life is outside of the village, dealing with these other villages, going into these other villages, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, and he also starts to inspire the people in that village because the people in that village, you remember it's controlled by this tycoon and he's violent. He don't give a fuck. He'll kill the people and shit like that. Um, so he kind of, he kind of rules by fear. So this whole town is pretty much fearful for, from all the things that he's done. And they really need somebody to instill that courage back into them. And Naruto ends up doing that because Naruto, his personality, like he don't give a fuck, bro. Like Naruto will call you out. I remember he hit Konohamaru in front of the third Hokage because Konohamaru has been a dick. (laughs) Um, so it's like, he doesn't care about titles and all this bullshit. Like he, it's, it's a, it's a human level thing with Naruto. Like he don't give a fuck what your title is, how skilled you are, this and that. It's like, it's like mutual, mutual respect kind of thing, you know, which I can highly resonate with. Um, but you know, he ends up calling the people out, like kind of like y'all need to fucking get you some balls or y'all just going to be slaves your whole lives, like living in fear kind of thing you know um and he's he ends up inspiring a young boy in the village and that young boy ends up further inspiring his village to actually like take action later on in the story you know what i'm saying so naruto is able he's going through this able to see like what his what his essence does to the world so he's starting to figure out like Mm -hmm. damn I'm actually influential and this makes him want to be like a better and stronger ninja. Now that he's, he knows that he's helping people because Naruto is just, he just has a good heart at, at, at his core. He's just a good hearted, good hearted kid. Maybe he was misguided. Maybe he was a delinquent in the beginning, but that was because of the circumstances. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was about to say that, that came after the love got shown to him. Like he, he finally was able to, see people's yeah. true 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 feelings and true love even though they're like everybody was talking behind his back about stuff he didn't even know about and when somebody when a couple of people finally started showing him love he was like okay like he was like the grinch in this case of all right his freaking heart just kind of grew you know so now everybody is he he he's kind of taking the accountability of this is my village from now on i'm protecting it Basically, mm-hmm. but sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Oh, you good, bro? Go feel free to interject <laughs> anytime. Um, but you, 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 you made it spark something in my head. Um, when you mm. say he didn't know, he didn't know things that people were saying behind his back. That instance that we talked about earlier, when he uh, used the multi shadow clone jutsu on that sensei that manipulated him, he didn't even know he had the fox sealed inside of him until then. No. It took yeah. it, it took me it took Mizuki, the guy that was manipulating him, to actually tell him that the fox was in him. That's when he found out. So all this time, he never even knew the fox was sealed inside of him. He never knew he had this beast mm-hmm. inside of him. And you know, they were trying to keep that under wraps because I remember while before Mizuki told Naruto, Iruka was like, No, he was like trying to really stop Mizuki from like giving yeah. that information to Naruto, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they were they were keeping Naruto in the dark about a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? You might you might want to tell a kid mm-hmm. that he has a you know, a 50-ton beast that can shoot fucking uh Wipe out. <laughs> energy balls and whatever, <laughs> you know, that he has that inside yeah. of him, but, but yeah, he didn't even he didn't even know that until then. 
Uh, yeah, you made me think of that. Um, so yeah, man, he ends up going to inspire this this village. Um, they actually have two encounters with Zabuza and Haku. Haku yep. is another ninja. He's a, he's another kid um, that works for Zabuza. He pretty much is does everything Zabuza needs. Protect Zabuza, you know what I'm saying? Um, so they've been rolling mm-hmm. together for a while. That's a whole other story, man. I watched his story over again, his backstory. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I was getting ready, I was getting ready to say, because I, like, I, I switched over and kind of pulled it up on my screen just so I can kind of run through, like, little stages here and there. And I was looking at it, and I was like, I was like damn, I got to go back and watch, like, the story of Haku and Zabuza. And just Haku's Haku's backstory alone is pretty damn sad. Um, which everything kind of plays out when they get into their fight. When when Zabuza and, and Haku fight Kakashi and Sakura and Naruto and, and Sasuke. Um, but it, it it I was literally like, damn! Like you you say that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna definitely have to go back and watch that again now because that's a that's like the first heart puller for anybody. Yeah. That, that one, that, that one right there. You're like, damn, I feel that shit. That hurts, you know? Real talk, bro. Cause, but, uh, cause Naruto, that's another thing that he learns through this. He starts to learn that he shares a lot of similarities with motherfuckers that he's fighting to the death with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so he's realizing that it isn't just like, okay, these are ninja from another village. Let's destroy them. It's like, no, all of these ninja have a story, have people that love them, uh, have their own ideals, have uh, reasons for doing whatever they're doing. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's realizing it's really exposing that dark side to him of the ninja world. And it's making him realize that, that this shit need to change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So from some from from there, that encounter with Haku because within the story, Haku has this KK Genkai or this bloodline ability that he can pretty much create ice. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's like a it's like a water and air chakra nature that creates ice, and he has this ability. He traps them in uh, these ice mirrors. So that, imagine yourself being in the middle and imagine nothing but mirrors of ice, like individual mirrors of ice, kind of like imagine the mirrors kind of yeah. looking like this, this poster right here, just surrounding you all around in ice. And Haku has the ability to travel to whatever mirror he would like to, you know what I'm saying? But as he's in his mirror, you can't touch him. You can only touch mm-hmm. him when he's traveling to the next one. You know what I'm saying? So you're pretty, this pretty much surrounds you in, a, in ice yeah. you know? and he destroys you. That's how he destroys. That's like one of his, you know, biggest jutsu, you know? Um, but within this Naruto and Sasuke, they end up getting trapped within this. It's called, uh, what's it called? Uh, crystal ice mirrors. It's a, crystal, I, yes. <clears throat> crystal ice mirrors jutsu. Um, through this, the battle, of course, in anime, niggas is always talking while they're fighting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're like getting to so know one good. another as, as the battle goes on, they're, they're kind of, mm-hmm. 
it's funny because as their battle goes on, it's almost like the battle makes them expose even more of themselves to one another. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so Naruto ends up learning that he has a lot of similarities with Haku because if you see, look at Naruto's story and then Haku's story, it has the same energy, just different experiences. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, <clears throat> you know, Haku, he killed his dad. You know, Naruto just mm-hmm. lost his parents that he never met. But he still, Naruto still had that void. He still felt that void. You know what I'm saying? Um, Haku's father killed his mother. And then Haku's father ch- tried to kill him. So just out of kind of like a reflex, Haku killed him yeah. with like some ice shards and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he had to deal with that. And then walking out by himself in the snow, getting found by Zabuza. Then Zabuza taking him in and pretty much using him as a, as a tool, as his tool. That was, that was Haku's life. So he and Naruto, they had these similarities because they both shared despair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's universal. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so yeah, these are some of the things Naruto is learning as the story progresses. He's really getting exposed to the to the real harsh realities of the ninja world because as a kid, you're thinking, oh, "I'm a ninja. I can do cool shit and this and that." That's all you're thinking about as a kid. Mm-hmm. But when you actually get into what it's actually about, you're like, "Oh, this is what it is for real." You know what I'm saying? It gives you a different viewpoint and things. So as the story progresses, Naruto grows as a person through the exposure of the ninja world. Ninja world is full of death. It's full of despair. It's full of violence. You know, it's full of a lot of these things, but it's also full of love and camaraderie. You know, people that are willing to sacrifice for one another. You know what I'm saying? People that are looking out for one another. Um, it's a sense of community as well, you know? So the ninja world is just like this whole expansive thing, but all that other stuff, the death and the violence and the, you know, shit like that. And the despair that's within that too, you know? Yeah. It comes, it comes with it. Yeah. So he's learning every side. He's learning every side. He's learning Mm -hmm. that the ninja world isn't this one sided. I get to go do cool missions and, go get glory and this and that and fight and stuff like that. You know, it's, it goes, it's this, oh, yeah. this world as a shinobi, it goes a lot deeper than that, you know? Oh yeah. And they, uh, I think biggest, biggest part for Naruto that showed maturity is when is after Sasuke gets beat by Haku and Haku puts fucking whoop down on Sasuke at this point. Um, Naruto kind of steps in and he's taking a couple of those shards like to the body. Um, he's fought, he fought Haku, he's beat Haku, but the growth part for Naruto is even after hearing Haku's story, he approaches, he approaches a ninja who is way out of his league at this moment. Um, and literally tries to stand toe to toe with this man and was like, I will, you know, I will fight you over this shit. Like you, you took somebody who had nothing and used them for your personal gain, not not caring enough, 
as it was or not caring enough for this person um and then like literally like flashes over and like hey like look laying over there dead because the amount of the amount of energy the amount of chakra he's used up haku has died in this battle basically um no no what happened see, was hold uh, on i got i got to like, <laughs> hold up i got to get the people to, i got to get people the right information comes out haku haku gets killed by kakashi yeah okay that's right on on accident mm-hmm. kakashi made his lightning blade which he's making right there he made it and he was going to go put it through fucking zabuza's chest but haku oh, saw yeah. that zabuza was about to die and at the and at the last second haku came in front of it and Kakashi fucking put the lightning blade through Haku's chest. That's how Haku died. That's right. I don't know why. Because, and you and you touched on um, the fox coming out. Yeah. Naruto also Naruto also got his taste of the nine tail fox taking over his body after he thought Sasuke was dead. Because what Haku yeah. did was he he Haku would use he wouldn't use shuriken. He would use these uh. It's kind of like they look like needles. They like needle shuriken, but they're called sin bone. He would use those because those sin bone can hit different pressure points and shit. That's what Haku yeah. was using. So what Haku did, he just incapacitated Sasuke because he wanted to kind of push Naruto a little further. So Naruto thought mm-hmm. Sasuke was dead, but Haku never had the intentions of killing Sasuke. He just hit his pressure points and kind of just knocked them out for a while. But yeah. that was Naruto's. That was Naruto's first taste of what he had thought. He thought he lost a comrade, so he felt the pain mm-hmm. of losing a comrade. He felt the rage that that ca- that that might cause because this initially activates the nine tail fox, which we spoke about earlier. That's sealed inside of him. This actually activates him emotionally to this point to where the fox the fox's chakra leaks out or li- or life energy yeah. starts to leak out of naruto and actually envelop naruto in into what they call like a fox's cloak so imagine this chakra enveloping naruto kind of like in the shape of a fox naruto starts to get on fucking all fours mm-hmm. and he starts to become the fucking fox you know teeth grow nails mm-hmm. grow Eyes yeah. fucking get red. Whiskers, you know what I'm saying? Eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whiskers. Naruto starts to, to <laughs> turn into this after he thinks that his partner is dead. And this beast mm-hmm. starts to take over. So he gets so he gets his first taste of the Nine Tail Fox's power, the Nine Tail Fox's actual existence. He gets a taste of at and but before the Nine Tail Fox starts to rampage because the more Naruto can't control those emotions and things, the more and the more he gives into rage, the more control he gives over to the Nine Tail Fox because they share Naruto's body. Yeah. They share his body, yeah. which is another reason the Nine Tail Fox saves Naruto a lot. When Naruto's on his last leg, the Nine Tail Fox will give him his chakra to save him a lot of the time, um, just to keep him alive. Because if Naruto dies, he dies as well. So. He gets a he gets the first taste of the nine tail fox, what it can do, and he gets the first taste of controlling it because 
I remember he stopped himself right before he was going to kill Haku. He stopped himself from, from doing it and he, and he changed back. So mm-hmm. it also shows this, this side of him. That's like, that wants no part in destruction that wants no part in killing. You know what I'm saying? That's Naruto. That's his true nature. The nine tail yeah. Fox is the, the nine tail Fox is the opposite of his true nature. The nine tail Fox is about killing and destruction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so these are things he's learning throughout this whole thing, man. And he's really, it's really forcing him to like grow up fast. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to skip ahead now. Cause we've got, we've got like his, his start. Do your thing. Do your thing. After, after, after that, he kind of, he, he start Naruto starts questioning everything. Once they come back to the village, um, there's a, there's a little exam that they've got going on, a tuning exam that they got going on. Um, where the Fox takes over again. Um, and then everybody else can kind of see it now of like, Oh shit. Like he really does have that in him. Um, and then within these tuning exams, they start in the forest and then they actually come back into this like dome where they do all their fights and everything. Um, and Naruto fights Kiba, who is his, his tag partner basically is another dog who, who can transform into another human or Kiba can transform into the dog, which is dope as hell low key. Cause you don't know who the fuck you fucking with, basically. <laughs> um, i trying to think of... He meets Jiraiya for the first time. He hears stories about Jiraiya, but he meets Jiraiya for the first time. Um, he doesn't know exactly who Jiraiya is up until somebody, like, kind of says, that, like, yo, that's one of the legendary songing, like, need to, res- you know, show some kind of respect to him, basically. Um, but Naruto finds joy with with Jiraiya because he sees Jiraiya as like uh he sees Jiraiya but he sees Jiraiya as like this old like pervy old man for real and he's like he's like I, I like him he's cool to be around and stuff but he's so he's so like out of out of unorthodox basically explain uh, to the people give get him a little bit on who Jiraiya is so Jiraiya little little backstory on Jiraiya who is like I said, one of the three legendary signing. Um, he is a he. He was a sensei. Um, he still is a sensei uh, in this in this time frame. And he was actually he is, a mentor to Naruto. He was father. a mentor, yes, to to the fourth Hokage, Naruto's father. Um, he's been asked to be Hokage not once but twice, and that's rare to have. Um, to be asked that, um, but he turns it down because he has this feel of traveling. He's a he's an author. He's a writer. Um, he's a poet. Um, but he he he's a man that love that just loves to travel. He loves to see the world. Um, he's he's mastered sage mode, um, and not many not many people have that capacity, that skill to master sage mode which is which says a lot because that's a lot of timing that's a lot of training uh meditating um 
and knowing basically and and knowing who you are um and he dry is just uh he's cheerful dry is all about life dry is uh he he likes he he sets the example but don't want to be like eh. he don't want to he don't want to own that example really he's just like here's how you need to, here's how you should do it here's how you need to go about it but don't follow how I did it at all. Like make your own path on your way to whatever it is. Um, but dry is just dry is probably one of the dopest senseis ever to ever have. He pretty much becomes he pretty much fucking is Naruto's uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Basically, he 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 takes over that father figure for Naruto. And like you said, he, he becomes like his uncle, like Naruto looks up to him and everything. He, he, he starts quoting Jiraiya. He, uh, he mimics Jiraiya's like dress style, uh, later in life. He, he, he kind of mimics that. Um, he doesn't mimic his mannerisms of how he talks and everything though. Cause <laughs> I think Lady Sonata would have been, <laughs> she would have been kind of like, fucking done with this shit for real <laughs> um and what else I'm trying to think of what else there is for Jiraiya because there's there's so much talk about his so much, like, talk about his and Naruto's relationship um uh, they are like I said they they I'm gonna say father and son kind of like dynamic here but he he takes him under his wing um, at a young age, he takes Naruto under his age at a young age, but because he takes him under his wing, there is a prophecy that is told of a child basically coming and bringing healing, bringing peace back to the land. And Jiraiya's like, that is Naruto. Everybody thought Jiraiya was that person, but Jiraiya is the one that's saying, no, that is naruto right here that is going to be that one the the bringer of peace basically um well it was prophesized that jiraiya would would be the teacher of this Mm kind of chosen one you know what i'm saying so he uh, they uh it's so it's prophecies are so weird they're they're weird how like they come out like that yeah because you you, you you remember like that at all go ahead I was gonna say if you remember, um if you remember, Jiraiya thought that Nagato or Pain, he thought that he was. Mm-hmm. And then then later on in life, because the prophecy was that Jiraiya would teach this person. Yeah. So he had Jiraiya had students prior from, you know, what was it, the second great Shinobi War, all those fucking yeah, Shinobi World after, Wars. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he actually found he found kids he found like uh orphan kids from there and started teaching them and shit like that mm-hmm. so he thought that one he thought that one of them was actually the child of prophecy then later on he really realized that he wasn't <laughs> and uh, yeah. he realized that it was actually naruto you know that was the student that was actually the child so it's funny what you say about prophecy it's like you never like how the fuck do we yeah. how do you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you you can't you can't you can't be the one to assume what the prophecy actually means at all. Because this it's gonna be like it's gonna show <laughs> you up. Because fucking assuming it just made an ass out of you on that one. So 
so he like like he so he takes him under his wing. They travel out. So he drives, teaching him how to one how to become a, a, a solid ninja in this case, um, but also how to become a man on the on this trap on this traveling they're doing. They're Naruto's learning how to control his his chakra. He's learning how to um, perfect other jitsu jujitsu's or other jitsu's that he has learning to perfect those and then on top of learning those learning some new stuff um what else they, they get in some they get into little little skirmishes here and there uh, oh yeah they the one with yeah they get in and then uh that shit was lit. That that, that was, was lit too. bro. <laughs> that that that's like a that big was... part of the story right there, bro. That's a huge part of the story. Yes. Because Sasuke Go encounters Itachi at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a big one right there. And, it, and like if you, I'm gonna say so. This background right here, in in the first the first time that they encounter each other. They end up happening to be in uh, Gamatsu's mouth, the Toad's mouth, as they fight, um, which threw my mind off because this background kind of was funky too. But then you see this background again, and it's in a building, and not in not in Gamatsu's mouth at all. Um, that, I think that was a Rochimaru's was- hideout, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think that's I was, what that is when they he... went, when they actually found Sasuke again. Yeah, and they had a new team with him and Sakura and Sai and, uh, and Yamato. Sai, yeah, and Yamato is their new sensei. They found Orochimaru's hideout. Oh, they blew his that's shit they, up. Yeah, yeah, that's what they found Sasuke yeah. again. So they uh, <laughs> that shit was that 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 was a wicked turnaround too. They uh. I'm trying to think of what else. When they realize that Sasuke really wasn't fucking with them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I'm trying to think of. Oh no, I was, was, just, I was just where, saying when, when they found. Oh, yeah, him. yeah, well, he, yeah. Because oh, yeah. Buddy <laughs> had his curse. Buddy had his curse mark. He had done changed his whole style up and everything. Too. Whole style, looking like a Rochimaru uh, and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to, there's a point where Jiraiya, like we see Jiraiya. Um, literally change what, I can't remember it had to be it, I think it was it might have been a Rochimaru's invasion while they're in their like in their tuning exams when the third Hokage kind of dies let me not say kind of dies because he does die because <laughs> um, <laughs> a buddy get if I'm if I remember correctly he gets stabbed through his back to try to to kill Orochimaru, but Jiraiya is the one, and his whole like, it's not Toad form. Jiraiya was gone when that whole thing happened. Jiraiya was gone from the village when that whole attack happened. Oh, that's right. That was the freaking third Hokage summoning his uh his like monkey. Oh, the, beast. the monkey. Yeah, M- yes, yeah. was the one that stabbed. That's right. Okay. Okay, that's right. Because Naruto had come, mm-hmm. he come back for the exam. That's right. Uh, he took back off. Um, yeah, Jiraiya came after, so they, after they had already been attacked. He missed out on that one. Yeah, he, he could have been so much help too. He would have been so oh, much yeah. help if he was there. 
that'd have been that'd have been a dope fight though to see Uruchimaru and and Jiraiya fight that out though. No way. Just to, hold up, man. I'm thinking back. Did Jiraiya end up showing up? I'm thinking he'd end up showing up on a big ass toad and maybe help them at the end of it. Damn, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I, I haven't got that far as I've been rewatching it. I haven't got. Uh, yeah. I'm in the tuning. I'm in the forest of death right now. So I'm okay. gonna have to watch that part again because I can't remember if Jiraiya does end up actually showing up towards the end of when they're about to uh, defeat this defeat Rorochimaru and all that. I can't remember. Oh, hmm. I, I don't think so because I know. Within that within that tuning exam, Naruto and Gara fight out. Yeah, they fight out. and then Gara Gara happens to his tail beast ends up coming out. And then Naruto like summons Gamabunta. Yeah, that's it. And yo, that boy, that was some shit right there. That was a good mm-hmm. fight too. That was not talked about. That was that was a good fight because Naruto had basically almost had his back against the wall because. Sasuke got Sasuke was Sasuke wasn't missing, but he I think he had just got finished fighting. Sakura got in the way and she got kind of like pummeled out by Gara. Yeah, because she was like trapped. He had her like up against the tree, like held with some sand, and she was like, yeah, she yeah. couldn't move. So, um, so Naruto was sitting there on his own, basically. I know what happened of, to Sasuke. Of... I know he lost because. I think he entered like the he first fought. stage of the curse mark, like that first stage where the shit goes across yeah. his face. But he ended up losing to Gara. And then that's when Naruto ends up being the last one left. Mm-hmm. Because Sasuke, he started, oh, no. he, he started pursuing them. Like he started pursuing Gara and Konkuro and his and his sister. He yeah. started pursuing them, and he couldn't beat them. And then when they when Naruto finally caught up. That's kind of like when he took over. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, that's right. right. You're right. Um, and then. Oh yeah, because um, so, Kakashi sent Kakashi had sent Naruto and Shikamaru after Sasuke because Sasuke had already went mm-hmm. on ahead by himself. To go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when we got to see Shikamaru. Uh, he got surrounded by all his ninja. Yeah, and uh, first did his shadow. Yeah, that was good. That was good too. Boy, um, I missed them early days, man. Damn. Boy, trying to think back to what else, what big happens after that? Because Jiraiya comes back after a while, and I think this is this may be the point where Naruto. Where Kabuto has like changed out, like started trying to, uh, like he's under Ruchimaru's like guidance basically, but he he starts doing some like crazy ass shit. And um, if I if I if I remember correctly, he either kidnapped Lady Tsunade or he tried to fight Lady Tsunade and then took her. One of the two. And, they all uh, end up. They all. They all ended up fighting. Um, him, Jiraiya, and Orochi, uh, Tsunade. Or- Jiraiya and Orochimaru end up fighting. Yeah, yeah. But remember that's before when, that's then, when comes back in. But remember before then, the the next big thing that happens is Sasuke starts to give into the curse mark. He gets and starts his, to seek out yeah. Orochimaru. Yeah, that, that's like the next big thing. Sasuke, Sasuke pretty much starts to get influenced by darkness, and he starts to see the progression. So this is a. 
This is when things start to get exposed to Sasuke, the gifted one, the mm-hmm. one that always could do everything easy. Naruto starts to surpass him. Yeah. And he starts to get jealous as fuck. Sasuke becomes a hater after that. <laughs> Sasuke, he was he. Sasuke wasn't hating like Naruto on the women and shit. Start, Sasuke started mm-hmm. hating on the on the power level. He was he started to get mad that Naruto was stronger than him. So he started yeah. to he started to seek other avenues to gain power, and he was willing to give into darkness to gain that power. You know. Yeah. So that was like Man. the next big thing that happens, and um. Pretty much a team gets dispatched because Sasuke does end up going off seeking out Orochimaru. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because you remember the sound ninja, they came and then they did that jutsu that put him inside of that yeah. like barrel thing, and then they they started going off with him. So a team gets sent to retrieve Sasuke from these uh, four sound ninja, which um, which Orochimaru controls. And from there, this team, you know, they encounter different foes and pretty much each one of them ends up having to stay back and fight somebody until it until it finally mm-hmm. gets to naruto uh until th- it finally gets to naruto finding sasuke and this was a big turning point when naruto realized that sasuke was not being kidnapped he was going willingly yeah but naruto didn't want to accept it and that's and that was another that's another trait of naruto i wanted to touch on Naruto mm-hmm. is sometimes he can be very unrealistic, um, and he's very <laughs> like loyal to a fault. You know, yeah. um, <clears throat> so he was Sasuke is pretty much telling him like, "Yo, I'm out of here. Like, I'm going this path." And Naruto's steady trying mm-hmm. to pull him back. You know, saying trying to force it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Up yeah. to the point to where he tried to force it physically. And they end up having this physical altercation and this huge iconic fight that all the fans know about at the valley mm-hmm. at the end. And then, you know, the separation after that. Um, Sasuke completely separates himself from the Leaf Village. And Naruto, yep. he, he loses his comrade. He loses his friend. Because uh, Sasuke also has a lonely background. So when they were kids... Even though they weren't really like cool, they would always like they always understood one another because they both were lonely. Sasuke was an orphan as well, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, so they actually kind of became friends through dislike <laughs> from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. They grew, they actually grew into friends. So, and for Naruto, this is another challenge. This is another- yeah, this is another thing in life that's exposed to him. It's like, bro, you don't have mm-hmm. control. You don't have control of what other people do. You know, just because yeah. you might think it's right, you can't force somebody to do something they don't want to do. And he really learned that the hard way when he lost that fight with Sasuke and, you know, got knocked out and shit. And Sasuke was gone. So all that effort he put in and he still wasn't able to achieve the goal that really opened up his eyes as well. It's like, damn, you can give every single ounce of yourself to something and still not reach whatever goal you want to reach. But at the same time, maybe that goal wasn't the one meant for you at the time. Maybe it was meant for you to, Mm -hmm. for something else to be like revealed to you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that goal that you really want in the end, maybe that comes much, much later on. You know what I'm saying? So he learned a lot. Um, with that as well, man. Um, just friendships and bonds and 
keeping your word because I remember before he left the village, he was like a hundred percent like, yeah, I'm going to bring Sasuke back. He told that to Sakura. Mm -hmm. So he also, he also felt guilt because he couldn't bring Sasuke back. He wasn't powerful enough to bring Sasuke back. So he also dealt with the, the guilt of that. So he kind of carries that into, you know, the time skit, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then you, you, you mentioned the, the first, their first big fight at the Valley of the Ends. They, they tried to, they, they attempted to fight in school one time. Oh yeah. That was, that was when Sasuke had his Chidori and, uh, Kakashi comes in a little, like throws the ass. And I'm like, Oh, like you see, <laughs> you see, that Kikashi. was another Kikashi's instance. not using full fight. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you're good. You're good. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that that was another <laughs> that was another instance that fueled the fire in Sasuke. Cuz they were trying to test each other's each other's will. Kakashi breaks it up. They both end up putting their techniques into like um these big water tanks mm-hmm. instead of hitting each other cuz they're about to collide until Kakashi throws them away from each other. So their techniques ends up going <laughs> out and if you remember Sasuke the water tank that his hand went into was kind of like crumbled and shit like that mm-hmm. from, from his uh, Chidori. But Naruto's had like a small hole in the front. Yeah. But but as soon as Sasuke was about to jump off the building and saw the back of it, he looked at the back of the water tank and the whole thing was just busted the fuck out. Like, yeah. You know, like, like a big ass exit wound. <laughs> yes. And he, so he was like, he was looking at his and he's like, this is what he was about to do to me. Like, this is what he's, he's become capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and that further fuels Sasuke's quest to gain power because yeah. now these things, now these things are being shoved in his face. He was always the gifted one. Now it's being shoved mm-hmm. in his face that Naruto's becoming stronger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he don't, he don't like that shit, you know? So that was no. another huge, that was another huge instance that, that led to, you know, Sasuke leaving and then Naruto having, well, learning all those things that we just discussed a second ago. Mm-hmm. And this, this, this build up, this animosity that they got that leads into their first official fight, um, where Sasuke is just more of like, Naruto doesn't get it. Like, I'm not here to be friends. I'm here. I'm here for revenge. One on the village that basically eradic help eradicate my family to on my brother who executed that eradication. Um, so he, he's fueled by, he's fueled by this, this, this hate and anger. And then on top of somebody that he, he deems lower class than he is, it's a whole lot stronger than he is at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you you hit the nail on the head. He thought Naruto was yeah. lower class. <laughs> yeah. So when they get when they their first official battle in in the valley, my man, they they have it out everything, um, and then you actually see the whole curse mark take effect, take over, and you're just like, oh shit! Like this fucking curse mark gives Sasuke fucking wings, basically. Um, like he looks, he looks legit like demonic at this point, because um, his eyes, his eyes kind of change, and 
he, he goes under this like body transformation. Um, but Naruto, Naruto's tail beast comes out and they go, they legit throw hands. And I mean, like throw hands, they destroying, they're destroying this Valley at this point. Um, I can't, I, shit, for the life of me, I can't remember how that ends at all. But I do remember, I do remember Naruto waking up in the hospital, like bandaged the hell up. Um, but he's tied up at the same time. And I can't, mm-hmm. I, I think it was, I think it's either Kakashi or Jiraiya. Somebody's sitting there when he wakes up and they, they start talking. And, uh, I think it was the Jiraiya. Like, oh. He was sitting on a toad outside that, his okay. hospital window. Outside yeah. of his hospital yeah. window, because Kakashi yeah. found him when he was not after that fight. Kakashi mm-hmm. found him and brought him back. Mm-hmm. One thing I wanted to touch on in that fight, yeah, Naruto really realized that Sasuke would kill him. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you remember, but Sasuke actually fucking chidoried him. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when that's when Naruto realized, like, <laughs> oh shit, he will kill me. Like, that was a big realization for him, man. So that was like a real pivotal. That whole fight was real pivotal. It was more than mm-hmm. it was a lot deeper. It was a lot deeper than just action. Like that was they were they were fighting with all their heart and everything they had, man. And it it was pretty sad how it turned out. Yeah. They, uh, um, I think these are like 12 year old kids, bro. It's, it's so, it, it's so mind boggling that they endure all that at such a young age. And granted, now, like, we, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of differences, but even now to this day, like in real life, you got, you got kids that battle with nothing in their corner at all, like, nobody in their corner. And they're playing survival, and that's that's literally in the ninja world. Like that's what you were doing, basically. Like I gotta make it. I gotta survive because I gotta get back home. Um, you know, I gotta complete this mission. I have to survive to you know get this done, and by any means necessary. You know, um, but but Naruto also shows this. And any fight he's in, he's not going out to kill at all until uh, when it's. When it comes to retrieving or protecting, like he he he's gonna incapacitate you. You literally ain't gonna be able to move for some time because at that point you're getting wiped out of the show. <laughs> as soon as you're like, <laughs> all right, KO, like you got X's across your eyes, like you are done in the show. Like you are a thought now because you're not coming back around anymore. Um, yeah, because he don't care about beating the shit out of you. Yeah, nah. He, <laughs> my man enjoys it. <laughs> my man enjoys. My man enjoys giving out ass whoopings, um, especially somebody that's like. That's another thing I love about Naruto. He doesn't. He doesn't like like pompous people. People that put themselves Mm-mm. above people. Oh my god! Like he he calls those people out and shit, and I love it, man. I love that about him. Yeah. What else was there? I'm trying to think of what else oh. led to the next one. Oh, one sec. One sec. You go. Brief a brief pause. Brief pause. Shinobi podcast. <laughs> Multitasking, making sure Kenji was still asleep. You good? 
He right outside door right there mm. in his little joint. I just got him right uh -oh. there, just multitasking. <laughs> Chilling. <laughs> got to get it done, man. Oh yeah. That's what happens when your pops is a hustler, man. Shit. Got to get it done. Got to get it done. So that. Got to hustle the family and the business. Let's <laughs> see. So Good that. Talk. There's there's right. so much that happens between the first. That first fight and the second one. And they do they do a couple more they do a couple they do a lot more missions. Like at this point their their missions go from these C classes. Now they're popping up A and S class like missions all of a sudden. Oh yeah, that's the norm um, now. Yeah. Like that's we Hey, who are we gonna send to go? You know, go do this job. Oh, we'll send Naruto. We'll send. We'll send Team Seven. Like off the rip. Like we're sending Team Seven. <laughs> They're not a full team at all. Sasuke's not around. We're still sending full. We're still sending Team Seven. Like nobody's fucking with Naruto if he lets this beast out. You know. Um, think of His, oh, his life does come in jeopardy again. Like, this is a second attempt on his... Oh, let me not say second. Um, second huge attempt on his life where um, the Akatsuki starts coming around. And they... Now, remember, they everybody... For this man. I just wanted to just interject real quick. Remember, everybody, the Akatsuki <laughs> is the criminal organization that are collecting these tail beasts. Remember, these tail beasts mm -hmm. are sealed within someone within every ninja village and these guys are going out and collecting and capturing them all they're capturing the wild ones all of them so these <clears throat> these people they're pretty much just constant mortal danger for naruto it, it, it's something that it's something that naruto has to live with he has to live with the fact that <laughs> as long as these people are alive they're gonna be yeah. yes 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 they're gonna be after you you know what i'm saying yeah. and you know, of course, the village knows, the Hokage knows, and things like that. So, you know, now his life changes because <clears throat> he didn't realize he was being hunted when he was younger until mm -hmm. it happened. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't think I don't even think he really understood even then. But once the Akatsuki becomes more prominent in the time skip, now the time skip, I think the time skip is two years. The yeah. time skip in this within this time skip naruto goes and travels the world with jiraiya for two years and they train they travel the world and they train mm -hmm. so when when the when the time skip comes back to the main story naruto returns to the village so he he returns to the village with a new look new jutsu new mindset you know all this yeah. all this you know stemming from jiraiya's uh tutelage uh over the past two years so um <clears throat> he comes back and like you said they start to go you know when the new team seven is formed they start to go you know a missions and shit like that is just regular day mm -hmm. one you know once you get to their level by this time all the people that were in the tuning exams everybody's a tuning by now naruto's like the only guinea but that's only a title. Yep. It really doesn't fucking matter. He's he's the strongest. Yep. <laughs> um, <clears throat> everybody's become tuning. Everybody's developing their abilities and this and that. 
and the Akatsuki, they become a lot more prominent in this because from the very mm-hmm. start, Gara, who is, remember, he's the Kaze Kage of the Sand Village. He has the Sand Beast sealed inside of him. So it starts off with two Akatsuki members because remember Akatsuki, they go in pairs. I think it's like fucking yeah. ten, 10 or 12 of them motherfuckers. They, they capture yeah. these beasts in pairs. So there's a pair, Datura, the one we talked about that does the explosive clay with the fucking mouth inside his hand. Mouth, he had Sasori, <laughs> who was actually from the Sand Village. And he was another reason they got into the Sand Village and infiltrated. Mm-hmm. But Sasori, Sasori, he uses uh, the puppet master jutsu. So he actually uses puppets to fight with. He has, he uses his chakra to make strings that he attaches mm-hmm. to his puppets and he can, atta- he, and he can manipulate the puppets. All these puppets have weapons and projectiles and some of them can even use jutsu. So these guys go to capture Gara, who has the, I think Gara is the one tail. I believe I think he might be the first one to one tail, but anyway, um, they go to capture Gara. So the leaf village is sent to reach, I mean, to, to rescue Gara, because Gara, and this is a spoiler, guys, but Gara ends up getting captured. After Gara is captured, after he's defeated and captured, Naruto's team is sent to go retrieve him. So now, Naruto is getting more and more exposed to the Akatsuki, because now it's directly, now it's really directly affecting his life. Um, Gara is somebody that he considers a friend, so it's like he's going yeah. to go rescue his friend. Um, <clears throat> in one moment, get my thoughts together. <laughs> oh, um, what was I going to go from there? Oh yeah. So from there, um, Naruto starts to like really realize that Akatsuki is a real threat. It's like now they have one of my friends or somebody that I can see <laughs> a friend, you know what I'm saying? Not only did they try to capture me two years ago, now they actually got my homie and that I got to go get. And for, you, for those of you who don't know, when the tail beast is extracted from its host, that host dies. Yeah. So what, what the Akatsuki are doing, are they're using what they call the, the ghetto mazo, this creepy-ass statue. And that pretty much sucks the tail beast chakra into the statue and out of the person. <laughs> you know, leave, leaving the person dead. So they know that if they don't find Gara before... They get him to their hideout and extract the tail beast chakra that Gar is going to be dead. So mm-hmm. Naruto starts to really realize how serious this is because, you know, now it's directly affecting him. Now it's directly affecting his friends and comrades and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So they go on this mission to obtain Gara. He starts to run into more and more different Akatsuki. So, you know, he's just getting more and more exposed to the threat that is always kind of like a shadow because it's always coming. Mm-hmm. You never oh, know yeah. when the Akatsuki is coming, but they're, <laughs> they're, they're coming for all the tail B. So at some point they're coming for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. So he, so he ends up getting exposed to more members of the Akatsuki and things of that nature. And, you know, still growing. He's still growing every mission, every mission. He's always, he always has some character development going on. But, um, yeah, the Akatsuki, some bad motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah. So they, uh, 
so they after after that stem, so they do they Akatsuki do they do extract the tail bees from Gara. Gara does die. Um but then they come back after the, after they rescue him, they they have his body and everything. And I think it's I'm thinking Naruto actually does give like life energy off to Gara for him. Um No, it ended up being him? the uh, Tsunade, wasn't it? Chiyo, no, that's it, Chiyo, yeah. the old lady. Yeah, yeah. That was an old lady. That's an old lady that accompanied. She, she's a ninja, but she's an old lady right now. But she mm-hmm. accompanied. She accompanied Naruto's team because the puppet master that we all, the, the puppet master that we were speaking about, he's her grandson. She yeah. uses puppets as well. She actually taught this motherfucker how to use puppets as a ninja. Mm-hmm. So she she goes she goes along with them. Um, she's the one that ends up doing this revival kind of technique. The thing is, when you do this technique, you die. You bring that other person back to life, but you die yourself. And that's how Gara mm-hmm. ends up come. That's how Gara ends up coming back after they capture him because he was officially dead for sure. <sighs> they uh, that's right. That's right. I don't know why I'm thinking Nar. I'm. I'm so fucking ahead of shit right now. Like I'm thinking of <laughs> fucking Great Warrior. He out here giving off life energy and everything. Um, so that there's that. They fight off. They they get into a fight with. They get they, there's Kabuto. They get into a fight with Orochimaru and Kabuto. Um, oh yeah, that was another big part. Our, that's yeah. That's when he that's, fucking went like. Uh, he had he, he had multiple the... tails. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because the more of you guys out there, the more the nine tail fox takes over, the more tails appear, and the mm-hmm. kind of the deeper the deeper the cloak is, almost yeah. until almost until you fully become like a living embodiment yeah. of the fox. So it's like a progressive yeah. thing. So Naruto gets he, to uh, this point where he he yeah. fights Kabuto and Orochimaru. And they had Yamato by this time as their sensei. Yamato is a, uh, he's also a former Anbu member. He actually used to fight with Kakashi. Um, and he mm-hmm. fought against Kakashi. <laughs> um, but he's a user of the wood style jutsu. So he's their sensei at this point. Kakashi's no longer the sensei of Team 7 at this point. Mm-hmm. They, uh, my man has the most blanket stares. Like when he's serious about some shit, my, my man's like, <laughs> I can relate to that too. <laughs> but that's, he, uh, that's, that's the that's the look you give motherfucker. They don't take the trash out. Yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> you gotta cut it to him. But he uh, <laughs> he fight he fights Maru tomorrow, and I want to say I want to say he had when you're talking about like cloaks and tail wise, if I. I want to say he had either two, he's either two or four tails had come out at this point, and my man's out here. And, put, he's uh, out here putting out energy blasts and stuff. It might have been a to- It might have been four, man, because he was really losing control. Like Yamato had yeah. to like seal him, seal it a little, like use his wood style yeah. to control him a little bit because he was getting out of control. Somebody, somebody in the comments got to let us know if you if you remember exactly, let us know. I feel like in each each tale, there's a new there's a power up, 
and then there's like yeah more shit that comes with that power that you're able to do um yeah because that was the first time he did a tail beast ball yeah because you remember he like oh, yeah. fucking collected he like collected it and then he like <laughs> it down and then he fucking ate it and then he fucking boom blasted what, that yeah, motherfucker so that's how yeah. surprising. They say they say when you kill a snake, you got to take it off at its head. Like my man was, Aruchimaru was like, I'm still trying to figure out to this day of how he's still around and shit. But at that time, like he keeps shedding his skin, man. Uh, yeah, my man was just gone. <laughs> That's what you you got to watch out for them fucking snakes, y'all. Like <laughs> they every fucking way. <laughs> they every fucking way. Um. But he's like so. Back to this, he so he's losing control, um, because like they share like 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 you said they share a body. The the fox and and Naruto share a body, so they're also able to communicate as well. Um, and at this point, like the fox is telling him, like you know, you let me go, like I will just I will take care of every damn problem you got. Honestly, like just let me have at it. Um. And I think some something happens, and Sakura, well, Sakura kind of brings Naruto back down to back down to Earth, basically, and and he kind of comes to just a little bit, and for enough for um, their sensei to seal him to seal to, to turn the seal, basically, because he had to literally touch Naruto's stomach. And turn the seal to lock him, to lock him back, because all that was like oozing out from the seal. All that power was oozing out of the seal. Um, and then that's when Naruto first. Look, that's look when Naruto. That. That's the that's the first time he lost control so much that he started that he yeah. hurt his own teammates. Yeah, and yeah, he it. realized he realized that now. at the end. Yeah, because he had, like, I think he did some type of blast or something, but he, like, blasted Sakura away somewhere. Uh, blasted mm-hmm. Sakura and Yamato, and Yamato away some, from somewhere. And I remember after, like, all the aftermath, after he came back down to his normal self, he was looking around like, oh, shit, I hurt Sakura? You know what I'm saying? So he was really realizing that. just happened here? He was realizing that he couldn't allow his emotions to, to take control because... The Ninetale Fox reaction is pretty much like an emotional trigger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. like, he's realizing that, okay, I can't let myself be emotionally triggered. Because I think, I think Kabuto is, like, fucking with him and saying some shit about Sasuke that triggered him, I, I believe. Yeah. I'm not 100%. Don't quote, don't quote me on it. But I think it was something in that realm, um, which is why he lost control. Um, but... He was learning that, okay, this fox, this fox is inside of me. And now when I change it, now I can get to the point where I change into it and I don't remember what the fuck it did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it makes him want to be in more, be in more control of himself. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. he lets that fox go loose. He's going to hurt the people around him. Because if you recall, he also fucked Jiraiya up too. Like when they were out. On their two years, um, I think Jiraiya was, like, trying to make the fox come out so he could, like, 
seal it somehow or I, I forget what it was. I forget exactly what happened. I'm pretty sure somebody in the comments knows. I, pre- I forgot what happened. Mm-hmm. But he ends up, he ends up fucking, uh, almost killing Jiraiya. Like when he turned into the fox, he almost kills Jiraiya. So yeah. he's learning like he's learning more and more like this fox ain't nothing to play around with and like if emotions are triggering this fox maybe i should be more on top of the way i react to things you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after after the fox they come out and they they find they meet sasuke again um so they kind of get into like a a tussle there, uh, but a hidden a hidden fact comes out that only Yamato and Sai knows about at this time, and Naruto finds out. Naruto and Sasuke or Sakura find out later, after like after their fight of Sai had originally joined the team to eliminate Sasuke completely to, to kill Sasuke, um, which was like a, to, to, to Naruto, obviously that's a, that's a smack in the face. Cause it's like, you're not about to kill my friend, somebody that I, I see, you know, as my, as my, my partner in crime basically, but who's my rival. You're not about to go out here and kill him either. Um, so he kind of put, he kind of puts a stop to that and everything. Um, but at so like two, two or three years or so pass after this when they finally meet, um, and that happens, um, and then the Akatsuki again make themselves more prominent because now they're now they're slowly trickling into um, the Hidden Leaf, um, and I can't remember who the first I can't remember who the first like Akatsuki member was to come in, but he. He comes in and he puts some, oh no. Itachi? Because he came in with Kisame. Remember? No, it was, yeah, but it was after, is after that. Who's oh, the dude that goes that. like, who's the dude with the, that's got the, the freaking scythe? Uh, he done. That's it. He, he comes in and he, he kind of puts, he takes on like five, four or five people four or five ninja at this time and um he's done killed a few um shikamaru and naruto in this fight with sai and somebody and somebody else and uh that's when they come to find out about how like how his power works and everything um oh no that was that was all that was all asuma's team naruto's team wasn't there when that happened. okay that's it because it was it was shikamaru asuma um, Eno and Choji weren't there. It was two other ninja that were with them when they when they came across Hidan. Okay. Because um, yeah. they came across he they came they came across Hidan and Kakazu when they were dropping off a body to get a bounty. Because yeah. remember they were because Kakazu yeah. was kind of like Kakazu was kind of like the finance guy in the Akatsuki. So mm-hmm. while him and Hidan while him and Hidan would uh, go look for Tail Beast, they would also find ninja that had bounties on their head and yeah. but there was like a there was like this place you took the body to get your money like you had mm-hmm. to show that this is them you know what yeah, I'm saying? That so, proof. <laughs> exactly so he done yeah. kakazu was inside getting the money and giving them the body because they had just killed the monk that was awesome homeboy i don't know if you remember 
But they went they, they went to his temple and killed him. Mm. Yeah, that was that was awesome as homeboy too. Yeah, yeah, look look back in the story. Yeah. Um they they, they were taking his body, they were taking his body there. Hidan was waiting outside for Kakazu to come out. That's when Shikamaru and them came across him. And that's when uh, Hidan and them started uh, fighting with Asuma and them. And then yeah. that, that's when Asuma got killed. Yeah, Eno and Choji, they didn't come till like that's much right. later. Until, until right. Asuma was like, until Asuma was just laying there saying his last words, Eno and Choji didn't show up. But before then, yeah. it was just Asuma, Shikamaru, and two other nameless ninja. Um they look familiar. I just don't know their. I just don't know their name. You know what I'm saying? Um, why, yeah, that's why how. Do I feel I, like it's the dude. I feel like it's one. That, I feel like it's that ninja that has the bandana on all the time. That's got the toothpick out. I can't remember his name at all. No, either. it wasn't him. But it was one that. <laughs> but was I feel the, like I see him in everything. It was one that was in the tuning exams, and he had like. It's almost like he had like a bandage, bandage like just like here on his face. Um. Mm-hmm. And another ninja, I, f- I forget their names though. But yeah, he ended up getting that little bit of drop of Asuma's blood, bro. Like a little drop of it, because he, I think he like mm-hmm. swung, swung the scythe at him. Asuma blocked it, but just like the tip of the scythe, like penetrated his oh. face, just tip of it, and that's all he needed was that drop of blood. And then he fucking, um, I remember Asuma did. Um, this is cool jutsu. And this is actually a jutsu that the uh, Saratobi clan, um, for those of you who don't know, the third Hokage, his last name was Saratobi. Asuma is actually his son. So mm-hmm. Asuma is part of the Saratobi clan, but they have this technique called um, fucking some kind of ash. But it, they basically, what the jutsu is, is they spray a whole bunch of ash out of their mouth and all that ash surrounds you. And then they ignite it, and all that shit explodes. Yeah. So he actually did that jutsu on Hidan and ended up fucking himself up and getting all burnt on his face and shit. And that's how they realized, like, Shikamaru, you know Shikamaru is smart ass. He started to, like, <laughs> figure it out. Like, oh, shit, like, this is how it works. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's how, that's how they took Asuma out. We're going to have to do an episode on just the senseis. We will. Just the whole, just the episode, on, and dude, we could do another one like this just on Sasuke, like, because we could mm-hmm. do a whole timeline of him too. You know what I'm saying? But I want to do about ten more minutes of this, um, yeah. and then we'll we'll have another part to do because the story continues. We only oh, yeah. we didn't even get we, we didn't even get to half of the story. Right. Yeah, nah. we only we already had almost two hours, and we didn't even get through half of the story. So. <laughs> Stay tuned for part three. That's all I can say. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, did you want to say any last things about Naruto um, before we roll um, out? We got, ten, we got 10 minutes. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave everything for the next episode. Cause at this <laughs> point now, at this point now, this is where all the good, this is, this is where all the, the great battles start occurring. The memories. Are, the, yes. Like, like you're gonna want to be here for this next episode. I'm telling you, the because yeah. uh, this is when like we just talked about the first like, other than the first Okage and the and the first part of the story. Like this is mm-hmm. this is when people start dying for real. Like yeah, and this is this is when we start to get into the Akatsuki arc, where shit starts to get like serious, serious. 
this is this is where Naruto becomes the go-to guy. He becomes the the face of the village. Um, it's he, almost he like it now. gets to the point to where the village is like, "Hey, we got to protect him, so we got to power mm-hmm. him up as much as possible because mm-hmm. they because he got people after him." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They um, so he he becomes Naruto is stepping into his manhood at this point of of everything and and in this third episode we're gonna we're gonna tackle so you definitely bring your popcorn bring everything be ready because we're gonna dissect this shit down for real no doubt and i hope this like i hope this further opens people up to anime because Mm-hmm. We've li- we've literally talked about an anime character, and we it, it just sounded like we were talking about a person <laughs> that we know or something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it's like we was oh, you yeah. know. So, dude, I I just hope people just just through this, I want people to like really understand like mm-hmm. if they if they haven't had an open mind to it, like what they've really been missing, you know. And to the to the people, to the people watching. Comment down below of Naruto what has stand what has stood out to you about him um, that have made you kind of like resonate with him that have made you fall in love with him as a character. Um, what is it about him that that you admire? What is it about him like you're just like uh, I don't like that. He needs to work on it um, because like like I'm saying this next this next run. Man, y'all gonna be like, yo, I did not know he's capable. <laughs> so, what would you say Naruto needs to work on? Uh, the, the, he, well, I was gonna say the trusting, but he's kind of, he's kind of gotten out of that. Um, I, I would honestly say the, the whole, let it be how it is like like the whole shit the, the shit that's happened with Sasuke like you know fuck it like, he don't want it let him be where he is then um, let that shit go let it ride cause you ain't gonna be able to change nobody um, they've always got even even if you, you do work something out like they're gonna have an ulterior motive so just let shit ride that's what, to me like at, up until this point right now this is what he needed he needs to work on um but the the the, the thing i do enjoy about him though up until this point is he is he is game ready now now that he's gotten he's gotten the butterflies out um he knows he can he knows he can compete he can know he can go toe to toe with just about with a couple people um that definitely have more skills than he does. Uh, oh yeah, because Naruto starts to catch bodies. Just so y'all know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, his his freaking title his freaking title reign is is huge right now. Um, there was something else too. I was gonna say. Uh, it'll come to me. It'll come to me later on. Shit, but he's a. Uh, I do and and his his belief that um no matter he he's whooping he he is handing out ass whoopings 
And he's literally giving them a reason. He's literally justifying like, you know, here, here's your, your philosophy on, on, on the world and everything. But here's what I'm thinking. Here's how I'm thinking it is. Here's how it's going to be. You know, when I make, when I, when I fix this and make this shit right after I whoop your ass, like this is how it's going to be from now on. <laughs> uh, I, do, I do admire that shit. Cause I'm just like, yo, he's out here giving ass whoopings and, and giving a lesson at the same time. So, hey man, I, I always just find a high respect for characters that don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. That's not, not afraid to like, you know, they don't <laughs> care about, like we was talking about earlier, don't care about title or any of that. I'm like, Mm-mm. it's respect for respect. And as simple as that, I don't give a fuck what you do, where you work, what your name yeah. is, your title is. Like, it's respect, man. That's just mm-hmm. cut and dry me you know and yeah. naruto doesn't he don't fuck with people that don't get respect Mm-mm. yeah because i've seen like you know out of all the movies and stuff i've seen like he's called out fucking princesses they've had to like protect and like he naruto always is that element of being grounded yeah naruto's oh, yeah. always that da- always that down-to-earth figure you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he always reminds people if you get on your fucking high horse, it's like, nah, you, we, we here, we equal, motherfucker. Like, yeah. you ain't above me. You're not, you're not above me. You're not below me. We right here. And if you, if you look any other way, then you're looking at an illusion, nigga. You in mm-hmm. a get you too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I love that. I love that about him. He's not, he's not afraid to like mince words with people that need to hear it. You know? Yeah. He he definitely a humble motherfucker. But they, it gets when he does it. When he does it, it it pulls something out of them, and they're like, "Man, I won't beat your ass because like you speaking the truth on me, and I don't yeah. like it." So he's like, "He's like, all right, fucking run them hands, then, yo. Like, let's get uh, it. <laughs> like, if you don't want to listen to my words, you are gonna listen to these hands, and then yeah, you gonna finally beat some understand sense into your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he will beat That's some sense shit. into your ass if it's a last resort. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's one uh, thing. Yeah, I feel man. like somewhere. I feel like somewhere in the show, he's been like, "Listen, I don't want to do this, but you you put me in this situation. I'm gonna have to just give you this ass whooping for free, right? Now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't even I don't even want the money for for this mission. Let me just whip your ass for free." So, quick lesson. Mm. Quick Boy. lesson, bro. My man's all about right, giving him out too. No doubt. Shout out to my man Naruto Uzumaki, the the subject of today's podcast. Um, it looks like he's going to be fucking living on. Yeah. Yeah, man. Naruto, we, you know, it's really cool. I think the first episode we really gave people like a little bit into like the clans and the leaf village or mm-hmm. and all that. Now they learned about Naruto and now we can start diving into other characters and yeah. dude, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's pretty That's fucking cool, man, because you realize how. <laughs> How complex of a world this is and how much discussion you can get out you know yeah like could you imagine us doing this with like two other people and what that discussion would be oh like my god and and, and and what they what they see and what they could show <laughs> us that they see within the character and shit like that so yeah man this shit is unlimited like i always say man so it's nice uh it's just nice being able to discuss something that uh for one, it's easy to discuss and mm-hmm. something that actually makes you happy to discuss and something that's actually informative and, and yeah. it's not just like 
inter- it's not just entertainment value. It's, it's also informative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, that means a lot for me. So we do. We need to get um, some, we, we, we got to get some, uh, some others on here. Cause everybody's got a different perspective on certain characters in the show. Um, even in life too, like everybody's got a different perspective and, the the, we're not battling for, to prove a point at all. We're, we're like, okay, I get your, you know, I understand your point on this one. I understand your, your opinion on, on him. Here's my reason why I think, you know, he is this or he is that, or why he's not this, why he's not that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of like a, what, what do you, what do you see? Cause I can't yeah. see what you see. What do yeah, you see? Like yeah. help me, help me see what you, what you got. So no doubt. Definitely. Definitely. Gotta make some, gotta make some moves there. All right, baby. This is the Shinobi Podcast, episode five. We on five. Can you believe it? We we so. are, man. <laughs> they rack it. They rack it up. They racking up. They racking up. No <laughs> so, hey, thank you guys for joining us. I hope you guys uh, hope you deem this very valuable, very uh, very valuable time well spent, man. We appreciate giving you guys information. We appreciate giving you guys our opinions and perspectives and we thank you guys for joining us um smooth tell the people where they can reach you bro man you can find me on instagram mr smooth underscore two four um i'm on tiktok i don't really do too much on tiktok but i'm dr underscore smooth on tiktok uh that's where you can find me man you see me you'll see me repping my my anime shirts uh my anime Mm -hmm. gear that i got so you'll definitely see me there all right, baby, and remember, you guys can listen to us on Spotify at Shinobi mm-hmm. Podcast. You can also listen to us on YouTube at Shinobi Podcast. Remember, the Shinobi Podcast IG is Shinobi underscore Podcast One. Again, that is Shinobi underscore Podcast One. Reach out. Remember, we creating a community. Um, mm-hmm. We just gonna we just gonna keep building, baby. Keep building and building and building. Oh yeah. So um, I'm about, we'll have our Patreon up soon. Um, we're actually making some extra content for you guys. Yes. So just to make things to make things valuable, I want to bring you guys value. That's that's my goal to bring you guys as much value as I can. So stay tuned for all other platforms that we'll be on. Mm-hmm. Um, also remember to hit us up on the Cash App, the Cash App. It's going to go right back into the podcast. So remember, this is a cycle. You gotta, yeah. you gotta feed your business. So you guys helping us helps us help you, and then we help each other. So remember to hit us up on the Cash App. You can also find that on the uh, on my Instagram. Yeah. The exact name escapes me now, so I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Shinobi Podcast Seven. So it's gonna be Cash App. Dollar sign Shinobi S H I N O B I P O D the number seven at Cash App if you want to donate to the show, baby. Yes, we appreciate the help. We appreciate all the support, and whether you donate or not, we're gonna keep doing this shit because this is what we do. For sure, for sure, (laughs) we're gonna keep building. But we surely, surely would appreciate your help, man. And um, we uh, we just hope you guys got some value some information today man and we just want to say thank you so smooth any last words for the people we about to sign out we're about to go into 
a little bit of the after show. We're starting a little after show. Now, remember, <laughs> this is going to be uh, available on Patreon once we get all that set up. But we're putting in some uh, we're putting in some extra work for y'all. So much love to everybody. Yes. Yes. All right, man. Much love. Smooth. <laughs> Let's keep knocking this thing out, man. Let's keep sharing right. our passion with the people. Let's keep expressing ourselves and uh, doing this thing, man. Episode sure. five, Shinobi Podcast. Peace out. Peace.